0: Hey loves, this is Constance of First Generation Healers. This is another self-care tip for you. It's tip number two. And we're going to be learning something with the goddess Akilanda Deshravi. She is the never not broken goddess. She reminds me of how in Japan they have where they repair the cracks and bowls with gold. Because they realize that anything that cracks them open is actually a little bit of gold, a little bit of a treasure that helps them to grow and come more together. I have always been one of those healers who likes to say that I am not broken, I am whole. So this goddess really challenged me, and she's a dark goddess, to consider what does it feel like to say that I am broken? How does the idea of never not being broken make you feel? My ego kept going, I'm whole. Yet it is when we feel destroyed that we find our authenticity. You are your own creator and destroyer. And the sooner we accept this part, we actually can start to grow more. And in our own destruction, we are reborn. So remember that part. Think of Kali. This is the in-between with Akilanda, where you're starting to pick yourself up from the pieces and be reborn. So how have I taken part in my own destruction lately? How have I been my own worst enemy, my own worst victim? We like to think that people are victimizing us, but we do have a choice in how we decide what someone did to us looks like. We can choose that this is going to empower me, or we can choose that this is going to destroy me. So who is Akilanda Deshravi? She is the between of destruction and creation. She stays broken open wide, ready to recreate herself through every life change. She is the goddess of trauma, grief, suffering, and... The aftermath of disaster, heartache, great fortune, and change. She was kind of like Hecate. She is in that in-between area. You may wonder, why not just think of ourselves as whole? I want to stay whole in my mind, your ego goes. So Akilanda refuses to be whole in a stable form because it leaves no room for her to be fluid and flow and transform and grow. She is an aspect of Durga, Parvati. She reminds us of the greatest magic transformation happens in heartbreaks, uncertain times, and pause before we hit the ground. She invites us to surrender to change. And whether you knew this or not, the character in Game of Thrones, Arya, Arya actually comes from Durga. So when you think about these aspects of how she reminds us of the greatest magic transformation from heartbreaks, uncertain times, and pause, it really does relate to Arya's character arc. As she breaks apart and then comes back together, she comes back as someone stronger. We have this choice every time we feel destroyed by life, events, and people. It is when we are broken that we come to know our power. She reminds me of the phoenix being dying in your own fire, you tend to create the situations or amplify situations that happen to us to feel like we're being destroyed, only to be reborn again into someone stronger, someone wiser. So once we're shattered, we have the opportunity to reform again. And what does reform mean? For Merriam-Webster, I have this definition for you. To put or change into an improved form or condition to amend or improve by change or form or removal of faults or abuses. And then here's the second one, to put an end to an evil by enforcing or introducing a better method or course of action. I really love these definitions. And the fourth one involves a subject to cracking, to being cracked open. It's just such a beautiful way of looking at things. Reforming can be an amazing process she is also usually depicted as riding on a crocodile down a river she rides in the crocodile which is meant to represent your fears it's riding those fears out the crocodile also represents our reptilian mind that part of you that wants to survive and does not always make the best decisions like if you're trying to have more clients right now which I saw this as an example. I have to find the guy that wrote this and I'll put him in the credits for it. But I love a post that he did because it made me think. I was like, okay, so then it's my reptilian brain that gets set off that I'll have less time. So then you block yourself from having more clients. And it's that reptilian brain really wants to make sure that you can survive, that you have time to eat, that you have time to rest, all these different things. And it gets set off by anything new of change. Because change can be really unsettling. But if you let your crocodile mind, your reptile brain, reptilian brain win, then we don't, we don't ever grow. We don't change. So be like Akilanda and embrace your fears. Be on top of them. Be in charge. Don't let them take you over. So, here are some things for you to explore with this goddess. If everything happens for my liberation, how is this circumstance liberating me? I had the hardest time figuring this out after a family member triggered me. But then I saw that in that trigger was me not being myself in some form and the permission for me to put myself first because... Relying on someone to actually acknowledge your boundaries is you also being codependent. And we need to be open to the idea that we're going to have to choose ourselves when someone else still can't acknowledge our boundaries. So ask yourself also, how is this an opportunity for me to love myself more and be more authentic? And explore, because it has to do with your ego. This goes back to Kali. What identity am I releasing right now what identity is not serving me that I've had in the past before that helped me to move through fear where I wasn't living in love? When you're being cracked open, it's an opportunity to move towards a life that is in line with you living within love rather than fear. Sometimes we protect ourselves in ways that doesn't protect us at all. Maybe as a child, you learn to be quiet, to be safe for mom and dad, yet being quiet is Can prevent you from moving up in a job. It can cause you to be abused by other people in life later on. It doesn't always serve you still the way that you learn to be safe. So why does it hurt when people hurt us? Through exploration I realized that they use the same weapon that we use on ourselves. Whether your love language is words and you tend to tell yourself negative things about yourself then you might find that you see other people use those same words. It's just it being projected outside of you. So they use the same weapon that you use on yourself. We must realize it's not happening to me. It's happening for me with the message. When people can't honor me, how can I honor myself instead? So this is your opportunity to explore your resistance. Where am I resisting feeling my emotions? What do I need to allow myself to grieve or feel disappointment about? How much energy am I using to resist my emotions? How draining is it pretending I'm not hurting inside? I want you also to be mindful of if you are resisting vulnerability towards yourself. When I asked my intuition about being vulnerable, it rather more so went into a mirror form of this. This is your opportunity to feel for yourself rather than getting lost in feeling for the world. Is there really any benefit to you feeling for, I mean, Christianity teaches it. So many religions make you focus on, oh, that person's hurting and I should explore why they're hurting because somehow you're going to feel better. But that's really that person's job to explore what's hurting them. It doesn't really benefit you if after a while you're always exploring why narcissistic people are doing what they're doing. You need to understand yourself at some point. And this is your opportunity to be like, okay, so what is going on here? Explain to myself, what am I feeling and what can I do with this? What can I create with what just happened? Because obviously something I'm doing is not working Sometimes we overshare our hearts with the wrong people, and we really need to start exploring more within. It's okay to talk to people, but don't overshare in hopes that you'll be loved for giving so much information to them. If you feel like someone needs that message, doesn't resonate with you, then let's keep moving on. When something really bothers me that I can't change, there's usually physical pain for me. I don't know about you, but I have headaches or a stomach ache that accompany that emotion. And it's really important to start a practice where you put your hands over that part of your body you're probably thinking okay we're gonna send energy there no we're actually gonna speak to that part of your body and ask it what am i holding on to in this area of my body and how can i release it in this case it was really simple my body told me about how it works as a human being usually it's not that simple so my body was like i just need you to stop being so tense and actually inhale deeply And take it, like stay there a few seconds, and exhale slowly also. And then your headache will be gone, in which it was, because I was holding in my breath. The same thing goes for digestion too. If you are not inhaling correctly, then you're going to not have enough oxygen to digest, and that's when you're tense and you have digestive issues. So that's one of the things. In the past, I'll be able to uncover, okay, this... This stomach pain has to do with that thing that happened in the past, or this migraine has to do with my miscarriage that I'm ignoring. This wasn't one of those moments, but it's really important for you to care about your physical pain to the point that you actually speak to it and see what is this trying to tell me is going on right now that I'm ignoring. And in, the, in that process of being broken open, you're allowed to feel hurt. You're allowed to go through the emotions of when, whenever you're ready to move on. Why does this bother me? How can I choose myself next time? And trust that the universe will send you a message when you've been way too long stuck in that being sad or mad area. You'll know. So toddlers struggle with grief when we tell them no. And as adults, no can still hurt. No can still feel like rejection. And no matter what you feel, I don't care how old you are, you need to acknowledge it for yourself, otherwise it will come up later and haunt you again. Age is not a factor in this. We all go through things. We shouldn't decide that because I'm this old, I no longer grieve my my pains and all these other things, or whatever else you have as an excuse for that, or I'm a man so I can't feel emotions. Don't restrict yourself. Because then you actually restrict yourself further in other parts of your life, not just this one moment. This can seem like a really odd practice, and I'm not going to say it's for everyone, but mourn who you were and honor who you thought you had to be. It might be effective for you to actually write a letter to your inner child or to possibly just speak to your inner child. This is something I spoke to my inner child. So thank you for keeping me safe from others hurting me by reminding me to not express my opinion. I will protect you by choosing to no longer put you in these situations. I will choose to create more aligned relationships. We no longer have to use so much energy in keeping because I will no longer be thinking and thinking of how to keep myself safe while near people because I won't put myself in those situations anymore. We will have relationships that add to your life and not subtract from them. I'm sorry for hurting you and suppressing you, and I will put you first always. Just remember that that part of you that wants to survive just wants to be heard. Your inner child wants to matter. So explore these questions to help you further understand why being broken open is going to help you grow and create what you want in your life. So what am I being invited to release in this moment? How is this breaking me down to build me back up? Am I giving to those who give value to my life or who subtract from it? How can I authentically honor myself? Where do I need to stop giving energy and where can I redirect the energy I am giving? Who am I waiting on to approve of me? How can I start to approve of me? What identity has been dismantled here? And who do I really want to be in those given situations? How can I call in more of my spirit? Where in my life am I meant to create more faith from these circumstances? How is this an opportunity for me to embrace faith in myself? What can I do to start to embrace faith in myself? Explore what that looks like. What would you want from someone else? And how can you do that for yourself? We tend to have an easier time seeing what we would want from someone else to do. And those tend to be very close to what respect of ourselves would look like from ourselves. So here's some extra exploration for you. How do we choose fight or flight through substances? Are you avoiding things through smoking pot, like not fighting with someone? Am I drinking to avoid my discomfort, flight, Is it easier to tolerate people for you when you're drinking? We also know the angry drunk. Are you using drinking to bring up the problems that you should be bringing up sober? Am I playing video games excessively to avoid what I know I must do? Am I online trolling people as fight response or am I online to occupy time where I need to do something, flight? Here's another one for you because I know my brother does this. How can arguing be flights? Some people avoid what they need to do by arguing with people. Those people exist too. What breaks you breaks you away from the safety of your comfort zone. It's a dismantling of who you were to keep everyone happy, turning you inward to inner faith in yourself and trust. So when would you want to connect with Akilan Deshravi? We are called to during grief and heartbreak. When our energy is trapped in others' expectations, how have I made my happiness the prisoner of others? How am I being codependent on someone else to respect me in a way that I need rather than always being there to make sure that it's happening and being the actual maintenance person for it? Honor feeling broken, don't reject feeling broken. What we reject, we will project. And you don't need anyone doing any of that to you anymore. So with that, definitely you can use this episode if you want for the full moon. Embrace being broken if you feel broken. And know that you're going to take all those shards and create something stronger. This may be propelling you to be that person you want to be. It might not just be something so easy that... You just jump from where you are to where you want to go. Sometimes we need to be broken open to be that person we need to be, to have whatever goal it is. So embrace it. A lot of us have felt cracked open by this recent year. I would love if you'd share this episode with anyone that feels cracked open right now to give them some hope.